Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking, and you've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Listen, <laughs> 2024, can you believe it? We've mentioned it some. Now we got presidential uh, aspirations, uh, candidates jumping in, and that's what we're going to deal with today. Listen, this is uh, a place where we, we listen to everyone. And do I have favorites, people I lean toward? Well, I've told you, we're, we're going to listen to everybody. <laughs> well, almost everybody. <laughs> Some people jumping in uh, may be a joke. Uh, or at least the Democrats say that uh, the first person to jump in against uh, Joe Biden is a joke. And they don't want anybody to mention her name, even though she announced her candidacy at Union Station in Washington, D.C., who listened to her? Well, well, okay. Well, you wonder who it is? Well, Mary Ann Williams. And she's been accused by the Democrats of jumping in the race to sell more of her self-help uh, New Age religious movement. Is that what it is? I, I don't know, but I, I, I told y'all before, we uh, she helped launch a trip to New Zealand in 2016. Uh, well, I guess for the 2020 race is 2019 when I went to New Zealand because of a comment that she made about raising children in New Zealand and it helped spur a trip to New Zealand. So, well, we've mentioned that before, but let me just say the Democrats are not very proud that Mary Ann Williams did not get the message. Evidently, They've told everybody to clear back and hold back because Joe Biden may announce for president. Nobody needs to upstage the Democrat leader. Well, Marianne Williams did. <laughs> and should I play her words? Oh, the MSNBC and others said, oh, don't play her. Just ignore her and she will go away. Don't give her any free publicity. Should I? <laughs> Should I give Marianne Williams a little free publicity? Let 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 me see how much time we got here. Okay, okay. Uh, let's make MSNBC, CNN, NBC, ABC, all the mainstream media, all the mainstream fake news who who roasted Trump over the Russian hoax for two years over two years so they could win the midterm elections of 2018 oh yeah the people who are now complaining about fox news because maybe they didn't tell everything they knew all these russian hoaxers they supported the russian hoax <laughs> and they've never apologized and now they're saying don't play marianne williams she 
I, I should I'm sorry, it's Mary Ann Williams' son. And they say that she should not be given any in any place to be listened to because she's just trying to sell her book. So I guess in in the name of fairness, let's hear Joe Biden's first challenger, maybe the only challenger. Maybe maybe Joe Biden won't run. Who knows? But here is uh, someone who wants to be the Democratic nominee, and she has been there before wanting to be the Democratic nominee. But let's take a listen to her. I might have a couple of comments here also. So take a listen to her announcement. I'm Maryam Williamson, and when I was growing up, America had a vibrant middle class. The average American worker had decent benefits, could afford a home, could afford a car, could afford a yearly vacation, could afford for one member of the couple to stay home if they wished, and could afford to send their kids to college. But over the last 50 years, there's been a massive transfer of wealth to the tune of $50 trillion from the bottom 90% of Americans to the top 1%, decimating America's middle class. We all owe President Biden a debt of gratitude for defeating President Trump in 2020. Um, Marianne Williamson, I have to say, a debt of gratitude? Do you know what kind of country we're in now? Have you looked at the Democratic-led cities who, who kicked Lori Lightfoot out of Chicago? She will no longer be mayor, but we may get somebody that's more to the left <laughs> of, of Chicago's former mayor. Chicago is it, it's, it's falling apart, but it's not the only city. Los Angeles, they got their new mayor bass, and she is uh, somebody, uh, if you go on fishing, you, you, I think somebody says, uh, let's throw this back. <laughs> I mean, but look at all the city, Portland, Oregon, Walmart, shutting down stores within Portland's city limits. Why? <laughs> the people, the leadership, the Democrats, the Democrat leaders have gone crazy. And Mary Ann Williamson, you're saying we owe a debt of gratitude for, to Biden for beating Donald Trump? Look around in the cities. Is it getting any better? <laughs> people, 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 please. Is America better off than it was uh, just two or three years ago? Of course not. We are paying $100 billion or more for a war. This should have never happened. We we're paying higher gas, and it went down a little, and it's still higher under Trump. And everybody's going, "Oh, thank goodness the gas went down." Lie after lie. Okay, I'll stop there. Let's let's let Mary Ann Williamson plead her case. But with the things that they're going to be throwing at us in 2024, we need to submit to the American people an agenda of fundamental economic reform. Yes, we we need fundamental economic reform but it needs to be from the republican side the maga side it's the entrepreneur spirit side it's the let's lower the taxes and build better businesses little businesses moderate businesses businesses who can take on the silicon valleys let's use new technology let's use new ideas but it's not going to be coming from your party marianne williamson <laughs> you are you are so 
into what? Regulations after regulations after regulations after regulations. And it's all happened in just two or three years since Joe Biden got elected. Okay, let's let's uh, hear how far left can Mary Ann Williamson fly. Oh, Bernie Sanders may like what she's about to say. Universal health care, tuition-free colleges at state colleges and universities, higher education including tech schools, paternity and maternity leave, free child care, and a guaranteed living wage. These are things that are considered moderate positions in every other advanced democracy. But in the United States, people have been trained to expect too little. The American people have been played. What the Democratic Party should do is to truly return to the principles of Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Not just alleviate people's suffering, but offer them genuine economic reform. Not just help people survive in an unjust system. The Democratic Party should end an unjust system. Mary Ann Williamson, you ask, you're saying the Democratic Party should end an unjust system of who is in charge, who is the president, who has who had Congress for for two full years under Joe Biden could done anything they wanted. Who's in charge of this unjust business? <laughs> it's you and the Democrats. You're in charge. You don't like what's going on. You want to beat Joe Biden. You want to run for president because of what? <laughs> you are in charge of the unjust business. Washington, D.C., with a few brave exceptions, is filled with two major categories of leaders. Those who don't even care about all the suffering that's going on out there, and those who do not have the moral courage to fix it. Let me in there. I will. I'm Marianne Williamson, and I approve this message. Well, she may approve that message, but I don't believe the Democratic Party, the, the big multi millionaires the billionaires like bloomberg and all these others that spent billions to defeat donald trump last time and uh, how they did it we've never really fully understood how they got 81 million votes for joe biden what over 20 million more than barack obama ever got <laughs> the rock star of the century and joe biden beat him by over 20 million popular votes Oh, how did that happen? Still would like to know. But let's go back and think about Mary Ann Williamson. Go for it, girl. Go for it. You go, girl. Go against the Democratic establishment. Yes, rock 'em sock 'em. Let's see what you can do. <laughs> and yes, uh, hey, maybe the Democrats should go buy her book and learn about uh some spiritual spirituality if you want some spirituality what every democrat and every republican and every independent and every american immigrant not immigrant immigrant they all need to go see the movie the jesus revolution jesus revolution if you like american history if you don't like american history if you need to know what happened 50 years ago, you didn't fully understand it, there's some hippies out there, who, maybe like Bernie Sanders and others, 
who had a chance to sort of change their lives in the Jesus revolution and, and make, they didn't understand it, but they got a second chance now. They can go see the movie, Jesus Revolution, okay? <laughs> you owe it if you are not a person of faith or of a faith that's not inclusive of Jesus, then I'm just saying go see that movie, Jesus Revolution. Go fill up the theaters because it's a part of American history. I'm not saying go convert to Christianity. I'm not saying go get converted or get baptized or, or what it talks about in the Jesus Revolution movie. But you need to understand what happened for those two or three years that uh, hippies were getting off this acid trip, this wild trip that killed a lot of them. And, and it caused a lot of heartache. But... <laughs> See what happened. See what a reporter said. And he wrote about it in Time Magazine. And that's the movie's based on, <laughs> it's based on a real story. So, uh, yeah, go go see it. If you, if you live in America, you should go see that movie to know what happened if you don't understand it. If you're young, you need to go see it. If you remember it, then go see it and see if it's really portrayed right. And if you... We're too stoned to understand it back then. <laughs> How many brain cells you got left that are working? Well, maybe you should go see this movie. You might need a miracle, too. All right. <laughs> That's enough about the movie Je Jesus Revolution. I've seen it, went to see, to see it twice because I just, I, I like the storyline, the way it was built up, and the way, the uh, way, uh, it just concluded, but it's a piece of American history. You should go see it. Before you even think about who you're going to vote for, you should go see it, including you, Marianne Williamson. Uh, see, I'd like to know what you think about the Jesus Revolution movie. Now, uh, we have got to play a clip from Nikki Haley, and then there's a little longer clip that, who was it? Somebody at CPAC, somebody they said would... Uh, dominate CPAC. Oh, the president of the United States uh, from 2016, what, 2017 to 2021, January to January then, Donald J. Trump. We'll, we'll end the show with Donald J. Trump at CPAC. Uh, we won't be able to play the whole speech. We'll play clip and I'm going to play some of made call outs to some of the people in the audience and you can see some people Pretty big names are backing him for president of the United States again. So, uh, before we get into that, I told you we are looking at uh, a new novel. I say we. Uh, Doc Holliday has got a book, and it says uh, a novel by Ed Doc Holliday. So, the front page. You can go to the website now, hatchybooks.com. Hatchie is an Indian name, Chickasaw name. I believe it comes from Chickasaw. Some people say Choctaw, but it's in Chickasaw country. And the, uh, the you spell it H-A-T-C-H-I-E. So HatchieBooks.com. And I say books because this is the first book of a series. And it sort of kicks the series off. And I'll, you want to know about it more, you go to hatchybooks.com, and you can now order the book. Yes, I go to hatchybooks.com. 
you can order the book. We've kicked it off. We got the books. They're ready to mail them out to you, your friends. You need a gift. You need to read. You like to read. You want if you fly on a plane. <laughs> I think this is the one of the best books ever written for a plane ride. How about that? It has no horror stories about riding a plane. <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's a good read on a plane to uh, get you involved in a story that uh, and you may want to keep reading till you land or or till you catch your next flight. But HatchyBooks.com, you can go there, and the title of the book is Hatchy Keeper of the Secret. Kicking off this week, right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Listen, let's uh, let's hear this uh, uh, presidential commercial from Nikki Haley. The railroad tracks divided the town by race. I was the proud daughter of Indian immigrants. Not black, not white. I was different. But my mom would always say, your job is not to focus on the differences, but the similarities. And my parents reminded me and my siblings every day how blessed we were to live in America. Some look at our past as evidence that America's founding principles are bad. They say the promise of freedom is just made up. Some think our ideas are not just wrong, but racist and evil. Nothing could be further from the truth. I have seen evil. In China, they commit genocide. In Iran, they murder their own people for challenging the government. And when a woman tells you about watching soldiers throw her baby into a fire, it puts things in perspective. Even on our worst day, we are blessed to live in America. I was born and raised in South Carolina. So I have seen the very best of our country. People here threw out the old, tired political establishment and demanded accountability for their tax dollars. Industry reports called us the beast of the Southeast, which I love. People came by the thousands for fresh starts. Moms and dads held their heads up high. Children learned that it was always it's a great day in South Carolina. It's a great day. It's a great day. A great day. A great day in South Carolina. We were strong. We were proud. And when evil did come, Police in South Carolina are looking for a gunman following a shooting at a church. Several in victims. Charlotte. We don't know the uh, severity. We turned away from fear toward God and the values that still make our country the freest and greatest in the world. We must turn in that direction again. Republicans have lost the popular vote in seven out of the last eight presidential elections. That has to change. Joe Biden's record is abysmal, but that shouldn't come as a surprise. The Washington establishment has failed us over and over and over again. It's time for a new generation of leadership to rediscover fiscal responsibility, secure our border, and strengthen our country, our pride, and our purpose. Some people look at America and see vulnerability. 
the socialist left sees an opportunity to rewrite history. China and Russia are on the march. They all think we can be bullied, kicked around. You should know this about me. I don't put up with bullies. And when you kick back, it hurts them more if you're wearing heels. I'm Nikki Haley, and I'm running for president. Now, I have to say, that's an impressive commercial. I am glad to see the Republican Party have a, such a great talent team roster that can run for president of the United States. And we know we'll probably have some more in, entering the race. And I don't think President Trump, who has run the White House, he is in the race. He's announced he's running for 2024, but he shouldn't disparge those who want to run against him iron sharpens iron he had a bunch running against him last time but instead of cutting them down nobody knew how he would run the white house now we know we know what we will get and maybe he says he'll stay off twitter no he hadn't said that but <laughs> but i have to say that president trump must articulate how we know how what policies he likes but he has to articulate how do we bring the bulk of the american people into the dream that he has to move america forward how will you build the party because he's got to know he's got four years that's all he can do he can't run for re-election after four years if he gets this, this uh, second term in office so he must explain how he's going to build a party, strengthen the party, so that it will dominate in politics and carry on when he can no longer be president because of constitutional, uh, the Constitution. So he must articulate how he's building the party up, who can best build a party to carry it on more than just four years. What a movement he started. But he's got to show us and explain to us how it moves forward. And how's he going to do that? Well, let's listen to him right now. West Virginia Attorney General Patrick Morrissey. Patrick, thank you, Patrick. Thank you. Thank you, Patrick. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost. Thank you, Dave. Former Acting Attorney General of the United States, Matt Whitaker. Matt. A friend of mine who knows the border knows more about illegal immigration than the next 10 people combined, Stephen Miller. Stephen. Hi, Steve. Great. Good to have you here. One of my favorite generals, a guy who's just great. He's got a lot of common sense and a lot of smarts. and. He's been doing a lot of television lately, and he does a fantastic job. General Keith Kellogg. Thank you, Keith. A very popular man in South America, very, very popular in Brazil, the former president of Brazil, President Bolsonaro. A great honor.
I don't know. You beat all these U.S. politicians. That's, uh, that's pretty good. And his son, who's a friend of mine, uh, Brazilian Chamber of Deputies, Eduardo Bolsonaro. Hi, Eduardo. Great, Great job you're doing. Just got reelected. And uh, somebody that we really like in this room, I think. I certainly like him a lot. He had a lot of, a lot of courage. Very smart guy. James O'Keefe. Where's James? Where's James? Thank you, James. Good guy. As we gather today, our country and our movement, the greatest political movement in the history of our country. There's nobody going to even question it. Even the fake news media. That's a lot of fake news back there. <laughs> and by the way, I want to thank the fire department. Look at these people. They're up the rafters. Thank you, fire department. But the greatest in our history, uh, most important battle in our lives is taking place right now as we speak. For seven years, you and I have been engaged in an epic struggle to rescue our country from the people who hate it and want to absolutely destroy it. The sinister forces trying to kill America have done everything they can to stop me, to silence you, and to turn this nation into a socialist dumping ground for criminals, junkies, Marxists, thugs, radicals, and dangerous refugees that no other country wants. No other country wants them. If those opposing us succeed, our once beautiful USA will be a failed country that no one will even recognize a lawless, open borders, crime-ridden, filthy communist nightmare. That's what it's going, and that's where it's going. I used to say that we will never be a socialist country. I said it oftentimes. I said it once at the State of the Union address, and people didn't understand what I was saying. But I'd shout it out loud, and I was right, because that train has passed the station long ago of socialism. It never even came close to stopping, frankly. We're now in a Marxism state of mind, a communism state of mind, which is far worse. We're a nation in decline. Our enemies are desperate to stop us because they know that we are the only ones who can stop them. They know that this room so important, the people in this room. They know that we can defeat them. They know that we will defeat them, but they're not coming after me. They're coming after you, and I'm just standing in their way. That's all I'm doing. I'm standing in their way. And that's why I'm here today. That's why I'm standing before you, because we are going to finish what we started. We started something that was a miracle. We're going to complete the mission. We're going to see this battle through to ultimate victory. We're going to make America great again. With you at my side, we will 
demolish the deep state. We will expel the warmongers. They are people that don't get it, although in some cases they get it. They get it for their wallets. But we can't do that. We can't let that happen. We will drive out the globalists. We will cast out the communists. We will throw off the political class that hates our country. They actually hate our country. No walls, no borders, bad elections, no voter ID. We will beat the Democrats. We will rout the fake news media. We will expose and appropriately deal with the rhinos. We will evict Joe Biden from the White House. And we will liberate America from these villains and scoundrels once and for all. When we started this journey, a journey like there has never been before, there's never been anything like this. We had a Republican Party that was ruled by freaks, neocons, globalists, open border zealots, and fools. But we are never going back to the party of Paul Ryan, Karl Rove, and Jeb Bush. We're not going back to people that want to destroy our great social security system. Even some in our own party. I wonder who that might be. <laughs> that want to raise the minimum age of social security to 70, 75, or even 80 in some cases. And that are out to cut Medicare to a level that it will no longer be recognizable. And when that was their original thought, that's what they always come back to. Remember that. You have to remember that. You heard it here first. We are never going back to a party that wants to give unlimited money to fight foreign wars that are endless wars, that are stupid wars. But at the same time, demands that we cut veterans' benefits and retirement benefits at home. Our soldiers will no longer live in the streets of our city. We have cities where our soldiers, our great soldiers, are living on concrete. They're living on asphalt. We will take care of our soldiers. There has never been a time like this. Illegal immigrants come in, and we house them in the Waldorf Astoria and many other of the greatest hotels anywhere in the world. But our soldiers, we do nothing for them. They sleep out at night and they freeze. They freeze in the cold and they die in the heat. While people that came into our country illegally are in beautiful hotel suites, perhaps watching us on television right now. We were taking care of our soldiers just a short while ago. But we don't do that anymore. But we'll start doing it again. Our soldiers are very special to us. When a wonderful town in Ohio has difficulty, we are going to take care of that town. And that's all we're going to have time for on this week's show. But that was Donald J. Trump outlining what he will do as the next president of the United States to continue on. So. We're starting the journey. It's starting off maybe a little slow. That was CPAC. And 
Some uh, people have not entered the race yet. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. But let's keep watching. You keep listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. And, hey, check out HatchyBooks.com. www.HatchyBooks.com. And uh, you can check out my new novel. It's not about politics. It's not about Republicans or Democrats or anything else. But it's just a story that I hope you will like to read. And if you do, tell your friends and neighbors to use the QR code right there on the book, on the back cover of the book, and they can order them a book also, hatchybooks.com. See you next week. Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.